Welcome to twoquestions.tv. With me today is Amanda Satilli, and we're talking about balancing stability and growth. Twoquestions.tv. Brief questions, deep knowledge for executives, entrepreneurs, and small business owners. Welcome to twoquestions.tv. I'm Susan Barancini Mo. Joining me today is Amanda Satilli. She's the president and founder of Satilli and Associates. She's a consultant, executive advisor, and she's also the author of this book, Fearless Growth, the New Rules to Stay Competitive, Foster Innovation, and Dominate Your Markets. Hi, Amanda. Welcome to the show. Hi, Susan. I am happy to have you here. I found your book really interesting and oh, a lot to take in. <laughs> It is, but you know, the whole world is a lot to take in right now. Right? It's true. It's true. <laughs> we can talk all day about that. Well, you say in the book that even though small companies are moving fast and making these very splashy successes recently, and large companies are often kind of slow and sluggish and they have more to lose, you actually think that the big companies are creating more interesting stories. Could you talk a little bit about why big companies are so interesting right now? Well, big companies have all of those assets that the small companies covet, right? They have great distribution networks. They have this powerful customer base. They have legions of R&D people and IT people. And they have the big brand, right? Mm -hmm. People at least know about them so they don't have a recognition problem. So if we can just unstopper all of that energy and cause it to head the right direction, we can create immense power. That is pretty exciting. I mean, when you think about it, you know, when you're a small startup, the small businesses, I think there's a, a little bit of envy of their larger counterparts. <laughs> there's so much, so many resources there. Mm -hmm. uh, you, you talked about in the book that the more a company excels at exploiting current assets and capabilities, the worse it performs at, at spotting and addressing new opportunities. And it is clear that focusing on what they do well now is important to stability and to investments and, and investors. But new opportunities are really integral to staying relevant and vital, and, and they're not necessarily mutually exclusive, right? Right, right. So what I say in the book is you need to pick where to be agile, where to be fast, because frankly, you've got this big engine that needs to keep running, creating your cash flow to do what you've always done well, which is something maybe mundane, but just cranking out widgets, getting them to people on time, giving great customer service, being consistent, reliable, efficient, all of that stuff still needs to happen. And yet you need to figure out where do we need to be agile? Where does it really matter where you're at? And then put your resources there and try to bottleneck those efforts. So how can they balance that? What's the best way to balance that? Well, what I advocate is just to think about where your biggest opportunities are. And often those are where um, the market is changing the fastest and the customer really decides whether to buy or not based on that. So things that are kind of at the edge of, for instance, for a retailer, it might be something like your uh, mobile technology to allow you to navigate the store and find what you need and find reviews on what you're looking at and get information about the product. I always that wish for that. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's an area where it really does influence the customer's decision to buy very clearly, but it's changing so fast, right? It's very hard to keep up. So if big companies can just put their resources in areas like that and 
create speed and agility in those areas, they can often do really well. Interesting. Amanda, you answered my two questions really fast. <laughs> so I'll add a bonus one. Is, is there anything, so say somebody is watching right now and, and our, our audience is sort of a mixed, mixed bag of executives, entrepreneurs, and, and C-suite people. So, so what can someone who's in a still small business, but, but large, let's say large small business, cause we yeah. know small business, the term is kind of mm -hmm. it, it flexible. So, right. so what can someone who has a relatively large small business do if they realize, Oh no, I am kind of stuck and I've been doing some things really well, but I really do need to evolve a little bit. I mean, aside from, you know, reading this book, people. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Where do they start? Well, I think the first is pretty basic is just identifying what opportunities might be available to you. And you can do that by asking your existing customers, asking possible new customers, looking at what you do well and thinking, how can we apply this in new ways? But also looking at who you might want to partner with, because mm -hmm. sometimes co companies get kind of boxed in by what they already do and they think, oh, we have to be able to exploit our current assets. But if you think about it, there's all kinds of partners out there who you can lie with to give you something you can't do right now. And by being creating flexible partnerships, you can often um, really accelerate growth into some new areas that you wouldn't have otherwise. So you may not have to create an entirely new division, but just find a flexible partner. I like right. that. Right. I like that. Flexibility is key because if you try too much to lock down every offender but before you get started, you often get tangled in legal and, you know, how do we do the revenue sharing? You've just got to start something. You've got to just, with any of these ventures, you need to just do something tomorrow that you can begin to learn so that you can start gathering that information and making mistakes that are going to teach you what you need to know. Yes. And viewers, there's nothing wrong with making mistakes. It's okay. <laughs> I wish we could change that one. <laughs> well, Amanda, it's been so interesting to talk to you. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Absolutely. Viewers, here's the book. We're going to have links to the show notes today so that in the show notes for you to get your copy. So make sure you do. Very interesting. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next time. This has been twoquestions.tv. To subscribe to our YouTube channel, learn more about the show, the guests, and our host, Susan Barancini-Mo, visit us at www.twoquestions.tv.